Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hi. Hey, Lyle. Um, am I coming in good? Are you coming in good? That's a loaded question. Um, yeah, you seem, no. you seem friendly. You seem no, like, a, you know, you seem, you seem cool. Yeah, I think you're coming in good. <laughs> no, sorry. I meant do I sound good? Oh, okay. No, I know that's what you meant. Um, what is your okay. name? Uh, my name's Fen. F-E-N. F-E-N. Well, Fenrir, but you can just call me Fen. Um, what okay. do you prefer to be called, Lyle or Gek? Uh, whatever is in your spirit. You can call me Lyle, you can call me Gek. Uh, it makes no difference to me. Well, I want to make me. you feel comfortable, too. Um, you, don't have, you don't need to make me feel comfortable. You owe me nothing. Um, okay. Fen! That's fair. Fan, yes. fan, fan, fan. Uh, yes. What's yes. up? How can I get you today? What did you want to talk about? Um. So I've come to the realization that uh, I don't. I don't know if I feel emotions correctly. Like I have to analyze the situation afterwards or during a conversation to know if uh, it's the right thing to feel. I mean, I can kind of give you an example if you want. Okay. Sure. Uh, literally two days ago at work, um, I was uh, I uh, was pitching something uh, at work retail, um, and uh, somebody was uh, apparently I think he was trying to get empathy um, because he was talking about how he went through a divorce, and all I said was rip, and then I continued the conversation and <laughs> pitching my stuff. Um, afterwards, I was like, oh crap, I think he was. You know, I was supposed to like, you know, feel, like say something to make him feel better. I don't know. I didn't. I just was like, whatever. Okay. And what is it that you feel like that's an example of? I just don't know if I feel things correctly. Um, I've even like, there's been deaths in the family where I'm just like neutral. I just maybe I'm. I don't know if I'm supposed to feel bad about it or if I'm supposed to comfort other people. I just, okay. I don't know. So, what do you feel like you should have said instead of rip? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, maybe I'm sorry, or um, uh, maybe stop what I, my pitch. Like, instead of like, continuing to pitch what I was supposed to, you know, the song and dance, maybe just be like, oh, that, that, you know, I don't know, try and empathize with the person. I, whatever, I don't know. Something to okay. that nature, I would assume. How do you think he responded emotionally to you saying "rip"? <laughs> um, he just—he uh, didn't really say anything. He just kind of looked down, and we finished a transaction, and he left. Uh, so you... that's why I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! Maybe I was supposed to say something different." Do you think it made him feel bad? Um, I don't know. Maybe? I guess? I don't know. Okay. Maybe what would you want? I'm not sure. What would you want someone to say to you in a situation like that? I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. Uh, I would say something, and then if they elicit a response that, you know, whatever their heart desires. I don't, I'm not their fucking parents. Like, I'm not going to tell them how to feel about my situation so i don't know i don't expect anything from that okay so you felt justified 
in saying rip because if you were on the other end and somebody said that to you, you kind of wouldn't care. Well, well, no, I, I assume that I'm supposed to elicit empathy, but I, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't think about that till afterwards. Okay. Do you feel like you have some kind of responsibility to comfort this guy? Um, no, actually. Um, okay. That is just that was just you know one example of many of how uh, I'm. I think I'm supposed to say something else, but I do another, and I don't know. I feel like I do that pretty often, and I think about it afterwards, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Maybe I'm supposed to. I was supposed to be angry with that person, or I was supposed to be happy with them, and I was just neutral, or I said something that <laughs> I probably wasn't supposed to say at that time. Uh, give me another example. Okay. Um, so a person that I work with, um, he uh, he had a something that like traumatized him, but I it didn't bother me at all. He uh, and it's very weird for me to even understand his situation. But uh, a girl that he dated like eight years ago is that he was like still fond of. Uh, started dating someone else and that made him like so sad he had to like go to therapy and figure his life out and I was just like okay that's weird I don't know like I was just like sure okay I didn't uh comfort him or I wasn't like angry about it I just didn't understand I was like that's weird <laughs> and then I just kind of moved on and was like all right as long as you you know show show up to work or whatever that's fine Why do you feel like you have a problem with the way that you've been responding to these situations? Because it's never um, what I assume people are supposed to like. I assume like as a human, we're supposed to like be apathetic or empathetic or anger or happiness or not just neutral all the time. Does anything make you feel know. emotional? Um, so like, um, I don't know, through the call screening, I, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, uh, I, I'm a femboy furry, so I go to like these cons and when I like do tons of like drugs and shit, like, yeah, then I'm like, like super all about it. But I don't know if it's just like the drugs making me super happy or if it's something that's uh, actually me. Okay. Okay. So, what if you just did drugs all the time? I don't think that's a very good idea because you still have idea. to live your life. No. At the end of the day, it still has to be me doing things. The drugs are just, you know, something to make you feel a little good at a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you say you're a uh, femme boy furry? Yeah. Okay. Does that make you feel emotional? Um. So it makes me feel like I can be a different person when I change, when I wear something else. I don't have to play the facade of being who I am when I'm normally around people. Um, okay. It's almost like completely being a different person. Uh, it doesn't okay. change me emotionally, but it makes me feel different. Like it's... Uh, Presentation-wise, I can be something else. Okay. Does your desire to be something else stem mm. from a from a dissatisfaction of who you already are? Hmm. Um. I wouldn't say so. Um. Maybe just because uh. I I do like to uh. I, I like run a lot, but it's mainly because of that dopamine rush. I'm wondering if uh, maybe I'm just not satisfied with my body and that could be it. Um, and maybe when I wear a different outfit, it makes me feel like better. I guess that that could be a feeling. I don't know. I, maybe just having a different Sona just uh, excites me that you can play a part. It's almost like, you know, 
how people play roles in D&D and they're a different person or when you play an RPG and you play as a okay. different person and, and you're like you, and just you, living a different life. When you're a cosplaying as this femboy furry, do you feel more emotional? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel more open just because it's harder to recognize me. Um, I feel like that probably happens with a lot of people that um, assume a mask. When they wear a mask, it, you know, it changes literally your persona because you're wearing I'm, a mask. I'm familiar with that. Some have referred to me as a scaly. Um, I, I don't think so. I, I feel like that's something that like you identify as. And if you don't identify as that, then that's probably wrong of them to say that's something you personally would have to be okay with good good i'm glad to hear that um okay so when you're on drugs and you're feeling all your feelings (laughs) yeah does that feel good oh it feels amazing um sometimes i go a little too far but like mm, sometimes i'll do like acid or molly and uh those are of course they make you uh give you uh really good feelings it's all uh just the warm and fuzzies while you're walking around um mm-hmm. but uh yeah it definitely makes you uh looser and happier uh more open to talking to people okay and you like the way that feels when you feel open to talking to people absolutely I like okay. that uh, there's a, I don't know, it may be a black, it gets rid of that barrier that I normally feel, which I guess is a feeling. So would it be a productive goal for you? And, you know, listen, answer this question honestly, because there's no required, you don't, you don't have to fucking do anything. Okay. You don't have to become empathetic. You don't, you don't have to do anything. All right. You, you can eat food and die. You don't have to do any of this shit. So answer this question honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you desire to learn how to break that barrier without the use of drugs? Um, so I like being distant because it makes you, it makes you feel safer, I guess, uh, for a lot of people. It just, it gives you some space between other people, but I think breaking the barrier would be healthier. Um, I'm not going to play around like it's a good thing that I don't feel the same things that I should feel in a situation. Um, I think just for my sake, moving forward, it would make me a better uh, whatever I am when I'm talking to people or just in different situations. Okay. All right, I'm going to tell you one thing, and this is maybe... I don't know. I I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. sh- I'm not sure how sure I am of this, but let's play around with it as an idea. Okay. Um let's do it. All right. I think for you to break this barrier, I think you would benefit from getting over the idea that you should be a certain way in any situation. Mm-hmm. Because if you're talking to some fucking guy about his fucking divorce and you don't care, but you feel like you should care, I don't think that's going to get you very far. Um, you're right. Like this, the, this abstract notion from an abstract place that you should feel or do something is really worthless, I think. Because like I said, you don't have to do any... There's nothing you should do. Like, even the question of should you be a good person, it's like, do you have to? I don't know. You were born, go eat food, and die. You don't have to You don't have to do anything. You really don't. So for you to break this barrier, I think... At least this is... Give me a second. I want to hear your thoughts. But I think... Yeah. To break this barrier, you're going to have to want to be more, you know empathetic because you're not going to just do some shit because you feel this abstract societal notion that you should you have to want to and 
Like, really look inside of yourself and see if you want to. I don't know if you want to, but I, I don't think you're going to go very far in breaking this barrier unless if you actually want to be different in the way that you're interacting with people and with the world. Right. That's just something I'm spitballing in my mind right now. What were you going to say? No. Oh, no. Um, I was just just going to agree with you. Like, yeah, I think greatness can come from different things, and people just assume that greatness is just doing good. You can be great doing a bunch of different things as long as you just live your life, living life. Wait, who, wait, who, who brought up who brought up anything about being great? <laughs> no, you were saying, like, do whatever you want. And, oh, yeah. Sorry, that was my word. I was saying greatness is just whatever you want to do. Yeah. You were just saying, just do what you want to do. Yeah. You don't owe anything to anybody. No, you don't. Um, but but you can if you want. If you want to go out and be more empathetic, then then you should do that. Yeah. I guess that's the goal. That was real fun. Do you go to the conventions? Do you go to the furry cons? Oh, yeah been doing it for a couple of years now what animal are you um so i have different sonas um when i do femboy stuff i don't really do my sona but um mine is a wyver wolf um so it's a it's a mixture of a she's a dragon and she's a wolf so she's got like dragon wings and a wolf body It sounds intimidating, but also kind of not. Um, she's very uh more sensual. She's a uh, uh not Sundere. What's the other one? Um, um, shoot, I don't, I forgot what it's called. But uh, tell me about yeah, she's uh, just real quick. What's all right? Mm-hmm. You, what's your name? Fen Ren. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's the difference between you and this character? That you're playing when you put uh, on this dragon wolf suit. Oh, Val. Um, so Val's more. I figured out the word. Yandere. She's um, she's more uh, um, uh, sensual. She's uh, she likes to be seen. She's someone that's more uh, um, up front. She's uh, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Explain. She's she's like. The opposite of anything that like someone would want to coil back from. She's very um, happy and uh, <laughs> likes to uh, hang out with people and do fun things. And uh, she's kind of like a, I guess the opposite of someone like me. I, I guess that's why I created her like that. Okay, how many different personas do you have? I have Val, and then. Um, most of the time I do femboy stuff, so um, femboy stuff's a lot easier. Uh, I don't have to dress up or anything. Well, mainly, yeah, just like skirts okay. and different outfits. Well, let me, can I just, I have I have one sort of final kind of mm-hmm. point on this that I want to talk to you about before we go, which is, mm-hmm. okay, you've, you've mm-hmm. created a, this persona, which is a dragon wolf character that you say possesses a lot of qualities that you as Fen do not that mm-hmm. I assume when you were creating this character you created those qualities intentionally because they were qualities that you wanted to embody but did not feel like you can body as yourself so you created a new persona to be able to mm-hmm. embody these qualities is that accurate yeah yeah, yeah. okay so so, and I assume that with these other personas that you have, that you've done a similar thing. So let me ask you this. Why exactly? Okay. I think I'm kind of thinking about this here. The fact that you created a new a character with certain traits signals to me that you desire to have these traits in your life, which goes back to, again, the want 
to break that barrier that we talked about was was probably necessary in order to break it. So to me, the fact that you created this character means that that want is there, that you're not following a should. You actually genuinely do want to have the qualities that you put into this dragon wolf character. So the want is there. And so now tell me why... Like, you know, it's cool that you're having fun and you're doing what you want to be doing. But why, if you know that you want these characteristics, if you find yourself being able to embody these characteristics when you put on this wolf dragon costume, why can't you take these characteristics in this character and try to incorporate them in your actual life as Fen? I don't know if it's the right word, but... um... Maybe it's the cognitive dissonance. Like, okay. I just—it's—it's it's like a switch that gets turned off and on when you're switching between these people, um, creatures, depending what you're doing. Um, I don't know. It's just something that's—I feel it—it's uh, harder to associate into who you are when you've been the same thing for so long. I guess as to like creating something new that is already born with these features okay um i'm i guess i'm trying to get down to the bottom of again i mean that makes sense okay you're 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 like thinking of yourself as well i'm already this unemotional guy and i'm already you know uh uh uh, set in my stone of who i am so let's. I'm just gonna throw myself in the trash and start from a blank slate, creating um, this these, this new character with new personality traits that I think are more favorable to the ones I already have. Is that accurate at all? Yeah. No. That's yeah. Pretty okay. much spot on. So. I guess if we've established, is this something you've thought about? By the way. Or is this conversation the first time you've really thought about why you're doing these things? It it is the first time I've actually thought about it. it okay. More so, I just I jumped to, uh, jumping into this the furry femboy thing was more so like a couple of steps because uh, I started off as a, a raver and then I really enjoyed hanging out with furries and stuff and then um, I was like, oh, I'm actually super into this way more. So okay. <laughs> It's just like one one from one thing to another. Okay. I I'm not gonna tell you what to do or how to live your life, but I guess Well advice is advice. Okay. Alright. Because I guess I don't see a good clear reason as to why you've decided in your mind. That again, if you're just having fun, you know, please go have fun and do whatever you want to do, you know, with your life and with dressing up and, and, and going to these conventions and all that. But I guess what I don't see is why you have decided for yourself that you can't add or change, add on to or change your personality to have the sort of traits that you desire in yourself. And why you feel the need to create a new persona for it. I don't know if that comes from a place of fear. I don't know if that comes from a place of, you know, it's it's more that's more difficult than creating a new character. But I I feel like those could be helpful things to maybe think about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think it's uh, more easier said than done. Of course. Like maybe yeah, I just course. took the simpler route i guess sure and uh fucking look bro nothing wrong like i like i've been saying nothing wrong with that you don't have to do shit if you want to if your way of it's i'm dead serious if your way of becoming a better person is to dress up as a dragon wolf and that fucking works for you then by god roam the streets proudly as a dragon wolf but you know these are all things to think about 
Um, how do you feel about this conversation, Fen? Is there any um, other aspect of this or anything at all that uh, you feel like would be productive to, to end on? Any final thoughts about anything we've talked about or anything at all in the entire universe? I think it's just important more so to just talk have uh, talk to somebody about it and have them listen. Um, I just, I don't really have that and I feel like a lot of people don't either. So I guess I'll say I appreciate that from you um, and I'm sure other people too as well. Uh, we I know a lot of people have these thoughts, uh, things they are afraid to tell other people and maybe it's easier to tell some stranger on the internet than talk to their friends or family. Do you have sex in the dragon wolf costume? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, um, only when I femboy, because femboy, I like, um, you know, it's already there. All I have to do is pull, pull up the skirt uh, or uh, take off the panties. <laughs> That's a lot easier. Depends, I guess, where I'm going to because, you know, not everybody wants that. I'm glad you found something that works for you in your life, Fen. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before go we go? Um, do good, die great, I guess. Beautiful. Take care, Fen. See ya. You know, here's the thing I, that I that I think about is um, I, I, per, I personally have never tried um, – you know, having sex in a dragon costume, or I'm a pretty van- I'm a pretty vanilla guy, and I don't have a strong desire to expand beyond that. But I got to Im- I have to imagine that if I were into dressing up like a dragon and getting fucked like that, it would be awesome. I have to imagine that. Like I be only being into vanilla stuff, I'm like limited. And I'm I'm jealous of the people that are dressing up like dragons and fucking like that because they're probably having a way better sexual experience than I am because I can't get into it. And I'm jealous of that. But also I I mean I don't know. I I have never dressed up in a dragon costume and been fucked like that. So I could like it, but I'm not brave enough to try. And maybe that's what's wrong with me. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. FunLove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts, Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Gecko.
Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hello? Hello? Hi there. Is this the gecko? Yes, who is this? Oh, this is Lauren. Lauren from Canada. Yeah, hi. What's going on, Lauren from Canada? Um, well, I just wanted to talk about being a cam girl and an OnlyFans creator. <laughs> mhm. Um, yeah, it says here that um You've uh, been doing uh, cam girl stuff uh, while going to school. Uh, you want to continue doing camming, but it says here that you will have to tell your parents. I I will, and it's. I mean, my mom is very sex positive. She also does like she's a dominatrix. I just I feel like if I tell her I do like I do camming and stuff, she might feel like I like she influenced me to do it. And I don't want her to feel like that. And I'm also, I'm in school for fashion, so, like, I still want to do that. But, I I mean, I love camming. <laughs> I can't lie. Very interesting. You know, it's I've, I think we've talked <laughs> to um, people on here who do OnlyFans and, and cam stuff before. And, and I think we've talked to them about this this whole issue of whether or not to talk to uh you know the people in their life about it but um never have i talked to somebody with this particular situation where your mother is also a sex worker yeah and it was it was really hard when i was growing up because she i don't know i feel like she talked about it with me a little too young so at first i was kind of resentful I was like oh my gosh like I can't believe my mom does this but now like I don't know it's weird <laughs> interesting so um can I, I want to ask you a question here and um mm -hmm. so you're afraid to tell your mom because you're afraid that she might think that she influenced you and that that might make her feel bad and you don't want to make her feel bad I, I don't know, and it, it's ugh, this is hard because she I mean she has to hide it from my grandparents because they're like ultra religious. Um, like I I want to tell her because I'm doing I'm doing really good. Like I'm it's become like a full time career for me. Like I I'm I'm only twenty and I'm I don't know I don't know I'm I'm very like, I'm very proud of myself and I really like being a cam girl. It's super fun. It's like very freeing. But I just, I don't know, like, I, I have this, like, weird guilt about doing it. Um, what, it what, what is the guilt about? I just, I don't want my mom to feel like she, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, let me ask, can I ask you a question? I'm just curious, and listen, you don't have to answer anything you don't want to, but I am kind of curious. Did your mom influence you at all to do this? I don't know. I I need to go and see like an actual therapist, to be honest. Okay. But I mean, she always talked about it very openly. And I mean, when I first thought of the idea, I mean, what I do is completely different from what she does. Um, and when I first got into it, I was kind of just more curious sexually because I was kind of exploring my like 
exhibitionalist kink and I was looking at it was during COVID when like Omnicron was a big thing so I used to be a server and I wasn't really making much money so I was like okay well I'm into being kind of shown off like I I like I really like attention I like people watching me mm-hmm. um and I also kind of needed the money so I started doing it and it I the first time I streamed I got over a thousand viewers I I'm, I've, I've been doing it for about a year I have like 60,000 subscribers which is pretty good um <laughs> okay um so so I guess I'm still confused about where the guilt is coming from. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't feel guilty. It's just, well, listen. I, I mean, I, I mean. I here's think the it's thing. because I'm. No, go ahead, please. I think it's just because I'm. I'm in school, and my parents are always talking like, "Oh, like you're in fashion. Like we're so proud of you for like." doing fashion and then also my grandpa like helped me pay for a lot of my school and he's like ultra religious like so I get maybe I feel more guilty about that because I mean I still want to do some fashion stuff I feel like it'd be really cool to like make a little lingerie brand or something I could use my degree for that but I don't know I just I the thing is, is like I don't know if I want to tell them right after I'm done school because uh, I don't know. I'm I'm scared to tell them, and but I, I'm I'm done school. I only have one semester left. So I'm done in April, so I need to either tell them and just do full time cam or like get a job or like lie to them about getting a job. Like I don't know. I, I think I'm just scared to tell them. I don't know. Okay. Well, I have. I mean, I have a couple of thoughts. Um... Okay, why do you say that you have to tell them? Like, what is what in your mind is um, making you feel like that? Uh, well, my dad was going to help me get a job after school because he does something that could get me into. I don't want to. I don't want to say the specific job, but I, I could. He could help me get into a specific thing with fashion. But I. <laughs> I don't know. I just I I want to keep camming and doing my OnlyFans full time. They're they're just very involved in like me being in school and me getting a job. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm also lying to them right now about having a job that I don't have. So okay. Well, okay. So here here's some thoughts that are coming to mind. Is um I think well you know. You should feel empowered to live your own life and do whatever it is that you want to do. And um, while I think that, like, I don't know, I, I I understand why you're afraid of what your parents think of you, but um, I, it's like, I, I guess to me, not a compelling thing. It's I, I think ideally. Your relationship with your parents is like, I love you guys. And I, um, mm-hmm. ideally, your relationship with your parents is like, I love you guys. Um, but I don't care what you think about, you know, how I choose to live my life. And I'm not going to, uh, you know, make any decisions in the, uh, short life that I have on this planet based off of what you guys think of me. And for that matter, what anyone thinks of me. You know, that's I think I think that's, that's ideally true. how it would go down. Um, I I say that to myself, but then I just I don't know. It's also scary. Plus, I I have a boyfriend, and he cancels me sometimes too. And I I could never tell his parents because his I feel like if I if his mom found out, like she would stop talking to me completely. So like I'm also. <sighs> Well, listen, here's the thing is like, I'll be, no, go, please go ahead. I, I, sorry, you go ahead. No, no, I want to hear what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say, like, I do say to myself a lot of times, like, I don't really care what people think of me. And like, my parents have told me, like, they're like, oh, Lauren, like, we just, we want you to do whatever makes you happy. We absolutely don't care. Like, 
you can do whatever you want as long as like you can pay the bills and you're happy we don't care but then i i don't know i get so anxious about it like i i need to just rip the band-aid off but but i'm also really proud of myself and the work i've, I've done because it's a lot of work good good i though i think the other aspect of this was like you know and uh, it was like the attention that you're getting like i guess i'm hoping because all of, this is all about like it's because okay it's very funny i feel like you're balancing like I, I the two main things i had with this was like you're talking about how you like the attention that you're getting and then you talking about um mm-hmm. you know a, a possibility of negative attention from your parents and i i thought they were two separate things but i'm realizing now that they're both linked together in a, in a way because it's like my question to you is are you how is is how heavily you're being influenced in your life and your happiness and your decisions by other people's opinions of you be they positive or negative like i think it's a tough thing i guess starting with the positive it's a tough thing if you're building a thing where it's making you happy and you're proud of it um, mm-hmm. because of other people's positive validation of you. Um, I'm really glad to hear that you're you're proud of what you do. And, you know, you said to me just now something that I thought was a positive thing where you were like, I'm proud of it because it was a lot of work and I did the work. And I think that's a really positive mm-hmm. type of pride that you're taking. And so I'm glad to hear that. Um I think more I think that's more positive than if you would say something like oh I really like I don't know the the validation that it gives me or something like that cuz that can be a dangerous sort of a thing um and then on to the the negative side like this fear of of uh uh negative attention um from your parents from your boyfriend's parents mm-hmm. is like I, again I understand the fear of it but um and you don't. And, and you look. You don't have. To, you, you you don't have to tell anyone if you're uncomfortable. You know, this is your life. You can you can fucking do whatever you want, and that includes, you know, how how close to your your chest you want to, you know, keep this thing that you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I guess I would just hope that you, as you maneuver your life, feel empowered to do so. Um, you know, regardless of other people's opinions of you, be they positive or negative, if that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. Um. Well, I think I'm negotiating in my head if I want to. I, I'm definitely not going to tell my boyfriend, mom, that I that I can't do that. So I need to. I'm just trying to navigate how I'm going to go about that because I, I don't know but I, I'm also just <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm just trying to I don't know if my, I oh my gosh I'm sorry I can't think <laughs> no no worries take your time um <laughs> um yeah no I'm definitely not going to tell my boyfriend's mom I, I guess I, I'm just trying to I don't like lying to people. Okay. I don't know. I I think I would leave it up to him if he wanted to tell her. Because he also camps with me. I don't know mm-hmm. if I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm debating if I want to tell my parents or not. Because I don't know if they'll have a positive reaction or a negative reaction. I feel like my mom will either be like, oh, I mean, like you're doing what you want and you're doing good at it like i don't know if she'll either be happy or if she'll put it if she'll if she'll be upset with herself and feel like i'm doing it because she influenced me to do it i think yes it does and you know look look, here's the the main thing i want to say is obviously it's up to you and you know on this call i'm not Mm -hmm. like like i don't want to tell you what to do um but yeah. I, I guess I, I guess to me the ideal situation is a world where you're so proud of what you do, and you like doing it so much 
and you're really mm-hmm. like you're so convicted in that sense that you're not afraid of a potential negative reaction from your parents or from anyone else that's true because of that conviction where you're like listen my mom where where you where you're just like listen mom i do you know camming i do this and um i love it it's great i love the freedom i love expressing myself uh i feel proud mm-hmm. of of the profile that i've built and you know you can feel however you want to feel about it but um you know my my pride in myself and my happiness in doing what i'm doing will uh remain the same regardless of how you feel um and i don't know again i'm not you know you should do whatever you're comfortable with but uh, uh mm-hmm. i hope that you've have the uh i guess the courage to like really feel convicted in those those things enough to not care what other people's opinions are yeah i'm i am trying my best to not care what other people think of me especially now being like online i can't really let people opinions like affect me or i'd would completely be a mess. <laughs> right. I mean, that's part. I mean, that's part of the thing of of you know whether whether it's camming or making fucking YouTube videos about Legos, like whatever you do on the internet, there will be people who you know attack you and shit on you and uh, say 100%. all these things. And um, I mean, it's an inevitability of putting yourself. It's an inevitability of putting yourself out there in any situation, really. Um, and like becoming okay with that. Um, really, I, becoming okay with that is is really a path to, I don't know, like some some true form of freedom, and it's hard, and I'm not mm-hmm. there at all, but um, when I think of like a true, true, true freedom, you know, it, it looks something like that. I agree. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe I will tell her. Like, I think um, I do want to tell her. I'm just... I mean, no, it's hard. It's a difficult, it's a difficult uh, thing. I understand the, the, um, the fear involved. But, but all, I mean, all that said, I'm glad to hear that you found something that that you uh, really like doing, and it sounds like you're doing it for uh, positive reasons. Thank you. I, it's, I, I found it's really amazing. I think camming's awesome because you know. I mean, if we can get into, like, ethical and unethical porn, I think camming's amazing because you actually know, like, where your money's going and, like, typically, and you know the person. Like, I I like the idea of women being in control of porn, if that makes sense. Because I, oh, the amount of, there's, I don't know, there's a lot of dark sides to porn. So I, I, I think it's really amazing, personally. And I'm also, yeah. I, I try my hardest to be as realistic as possible. I feel like porn is very unrealistic. Like, so I, I try to be as realistic as possible. And I always, I, it's it's fun. I give like sex advice on my mm-hmm. stream and stuff. I don't know. I think that's great. It might sound weird to some people, but. No, I don't think it sounds weird. I, like I was going to say, one of the first things, um, I brought up and we're, we're we're on the point of like other people's opinions, be they positive or negative. One of the first things I brought up was like when you talked about liking doing this is again, if you had, you mm-hmm. know, said I like doing this because it gives me validation, I would have been like, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a tough road to go down because it's a, it's a flimsy, um, um, base to be doing something for mm-hmm. but i mean the, the things that you're talking about you like expressing yourself you you uh feel as though you are presenting a uh more realistic idea of sex and you feel as though that's been a positive thing uh to to present mm-hmm. and um i mean i, I do mean, i think those are good i reasons. do like the attention oh I for do. sure but it's more i mean listen this, i'm it, it's kind of a kink of mine like camming is like a it's, it's an actual kink that I have. Like it's, I don't know. It's 
it turns me on when there's like thousands mm-hmm. of people watching me. Like mm-hmm. how I don't have sex or masturbate. I don't know. I don't know why, but I mean, it's awesome. I, I get paid to have orgasms. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that either. You know, I like talking no. <laughs> to people and, and having uh, conversations. And I think that there's um, something good about trying to, you know, listen to people and stuff. But I also like when somebody cool follows me on Instagram. So, you know, I like attention too. Um, so, yeah, I think... Um, I think you're doing great, man. I wish you uh, many more uh, years of uh, happiness and enjoyment and um, freedom to live however you want to live. Thank you so much. For sure, man. You Is there as anything well. else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, my boyfriend really wants to say hi. He's a big fan. Can you say hello? Sure. Okay. What's, what's his name? <laughs> Jackson, he streams with me too. Here you go. Hello, Lyle. Um, I put Lauren on your stream. I just want to say hi, and I, uh, I appreciate what you do. That's it. So thank you, and uh, thank you for talking to Lauren. So have a good night. Hey, I appreciate what you do too. I'll have to check it out sometime. Okay. You have a good one. You too. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the cream tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hello? Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, um, I'm Addison. What's going on, Addison? Uh, well, uh, I called in because recently I've... Or I say recently, but for a long time I've been just like the butt of a lot of people's jokes. And I'm always like talked over and it just it's it's really affecting my self-esteem mm-hmm. and like it just makes me feel like i'm stupid half the time um what kinds of jokes are people people making like um i'll just i'll be talking about something that i'm interested in and they'll just like make fun of the things that I'm interested in and they'll they, they'll literally have they'll call me like stupid half half the time most of the time um okay. and and I don't think they like really get how much it hurts hearing that something that you're really passionate about is dumb to them and doesn't mean anything because as a friend you know you would think you would support each other in your interest who are these people um they're just like people that i'm around mainly like i call them (laughs) friends but and 
I I know that they're joking, or at least they say they are, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel like they are. Okay. Um, and is this this is like sort of you 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 peg it to one sort of central group of of people who you you would call your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically, and um, like another thing. That, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, but another thing is that, like, I'm I've always been talked over my entire life. Like, not recently. Like, ever since I was little, you know, I've always been talked over. Okay. And it just makes me feel um, like insignificant. Like, what I say doesn't matter. So let's start with this group of friends. Um, tell me this. Okay, so you say that you feel like these these people, um, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt that they they feel like they're just joking. Um, yeah. tell me about these group of people that you call your friends. O- outside of them calling your interests stupid and uh, you know making fun of you for these things. Do you like being friends with these people? Do these people provide you any... Do, do you find any value at all in your relationship I, with these I mean, people? In any way? I mean, yeah. Like, the, the the issue I have with it is that we've had a lot of good times. Like, yeah. there have been so many times where I've, like, laughed. Like, the hardest I've ever laughed with them. And there have been... Like, there have been so many good moments but it's all just kind of weighed down with the negative ones if, if that sure. makes sense because it does make sense yeah like yeah because whenever they're so like just mean about it it's like well then why do any of the good times matter if all you're gonna do is resort back to the same thing Okay. And, you know, the reason I'm asking you this is because, you know, look, if you found no value at all in hanging out with this group of people, um, then you could very easily just stop hanging out with them. But it becomes, I guess, a tougher issue if these people really are your friends and you really are giving them the benefit of the doubt and feeling as though... They might not even understand that they are causing you any anguish. Then it becomes, you know, something to to navigate as opposed to abandon. Um, So just to kind of Mm -hmm. hammer in on that, these people are your friends. You do have a good time with them, but they rib you for shit and it makes you feel bad. And, uh... You you don't like that. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. I know I know it's a situation of like if I can do something to change the situation, then do it. Or if I don't want to or I can't, then just leave it at that. But Right. Um Yeah, and because of like how it's affecting my self esteem, like it's really scary to me to try to step up because I feel like for some reason I'm going to be in the wrong for saying something. You feel like you're going to be in the wrong for saying something? Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of like the way that I was raised, I guess, because anytime I spoke out about something that like upset me, um, I would always, you know, get in trouble for it because, you know, the people like my parents just didn't want to deal with that. And so they just shut it down. And that's kind of like led in to other relationships that I've had because now I'm scared to speak out about things. So that was kind of the next um, prong of what I was going to ask you is have you told your friends you know you gave them the benefit of the doubt you felt as though maybe they don't know which is you know I think a good thing to do to go okay maybe these people don't even Mm -hmm. know that they're hurting my feelings you know maybe they don't 
fully realize the extent of what they're doing. I think it's good to give people the benefit of the doubt. But now, have you expressed to them that uh, you you feel this way? I have, in, I have in the past, and for a while, they started to like calm down a bit with the jokes. But then, you know, after some time passed, it was just right back to where it was. Okay. And I, I don't know. I don't know if they even realize that. I don't think they realize that they pick it back up. I think it's just like a gradual thing. Okay. Okay. Um, when is the last time you talked to them about this? It's It's been a little bit. About, I don't want to say six months, but it, like four months ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is um this is tough. I mean, look. Again, I think it's it's up to you and your personal evaluation as to how much value you you feel like is is in maintaining these relationships. And uh mm-hmm. I can't tell you that. Like I can't I you know, I can't tell you whether or not it's worth having these people as friends. That's something you have to decide for yourself. Um Yeah. And do, do a little deep dive into your brain. Be like, how do I really, how do I really feel when I, you know, am hanging out yeah, with these and, people? And that's, that's do I come away? That, yeah, go ahead. Um, sorry, that's like another thing that I've been working on with myself because I know that if I'm not happy with who I am and if I'm not happy with the state that I'm in right now, then I know I'm not going to be happy with anybody else. And well, that, like, it's it's tough. It's not. You know. Not well, fun, listen. Well, listen. Well, listen. Well, listen. Let me. What you just said is uh, an interesting thing. Because you said you're 19. Uh, yeah. Okay. And these friends are they from high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. This is a tough situation to navigate. You know, go back to your friends and, and let them know that, that uh, you know, they they make you feel this way when they make fun of you. But what you just said, feeling as though if I can't be happy with these people, I'm not going to be happy with anyone everywhere. Um, that's something that I think a lot of people experience, right? Especially when you're young and you haven't, you know, lived life and met a lot of different people and made a lot of different friends. Is you can make a mistake... And you can do this in romantic relationships or just platonic friendships where you, you have a limited amount of experience. And so you, these these friends that you have like in high school and middle school and shit, they form your initial idea of what friendship is. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. you think yeah. to yourself, this is just what – and so even if you're in a situation where like you're not feeling great all the time – um, you think to yourself, this is just what friendship is. It doesn't get any better than this. doesn't get any worse than this. And you convince yourself what you just said, which is that if I can't be happy in this situation, I won't be happy in any situation, which is a total uh, discrediting of the fact that there are 8 billion people in the world. And, you know, your relationship with the f- four people that you went to high school with and the town that you grew up with is not going to um, be an accurate sample size for you to make your um, conclusions as to what people are like and as to what friendships are like. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess in closing, um, evaluate for yourself, like take some time to think about... Um, if these relationships you are having with your friends are serving you. Uh, and if they are, and that's, again, a decision that you got to make for yourself, then, you know, continue to communicate 
your feelings so that they they know because it sounds like they were receptive the first time but then two again you're only 19 go out into the universe i don't know if you're going to college or whatever is up with you but continue to go out into the universe and try to make new friends and don't let your previous ideas of friendship uh get in the way of that you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What are these hobbies? Can I? What is the hobby that your friends think is stupid? <laughs> um. I don't know. I just have like kind of obscure interests, like just niche things. Like, um, like I collect a bunch of random stuff, and I like a bunch of like internet series um and they'll just say shit like no one knows what you're talking about like just just shut up what 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 random things do you collect like um i collect bones and stuff but you collect bones and just like mm -hmm, yeah just like like skulls and stuff do you kill people to collect the bones and skulls And I did it with him, and so I just like continued that. But, and but they're just like that. <laughs> and I I agree, it's weird. Um, I know that, but I mean, I like doing it. And it, well, listen, 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 Addison. As long as you are not killing people to collect the balls and the, the no, skulls no, 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 and no, bones. not at all. Like I find okay. them all ethically. <laughs> like, all right. Because if not, that's not. what you were doing, then I would have sided with the friends, but I believe you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Addison, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, thank you, Lyle, for taking your time to talk to me, and I really appreciate it. Hey, take care, Addison. You too. Thank you. I got scared for a second. I was like, what if her friends are just trying to convince her not to murder animals and people? And I'm trying to tell her not to listen to them. Then what would that make me an enabler of? No, she was cool. She was cool. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.